This episode, I interviewed Janet Wells, who's a screenwriter, director, and producer. She has won several awards for her productions and has recently spent the last year working in Kenya. So hi, Janet. Thank you so much for joining me today. So I have a few questions for you. The first one is, what do you do? Uh, okay, I'm a filmmaker. Um, I produce, write, and direct feature films, documentaries, um, short films, um, in various and get involved in various capacities. Great. And so, what's your everyday schedule like? So I am. Um, it really. I mean, this is one industry where it really depends on the day. So I'm actually just in post production on a documentary at the moment. So, for example, um, I yesterday I was sorting through a contract with the post production house. Um, was my editor sent me another version of the film, which I was going through and made comments on, um, and then I was trying to deal with music. Um, um, I'm deciding between two musicians to do the soundtrack for it. Um, was also dealing with Apple Music because we want an original song that from an artist in Africa. So was dealing with that. Um, and also, I'm also at the moment trying to get it into festivals. So I've been um, trying to communicate with different festivals and try and get the film in there because it's not quite finished, but we're trying to get it um, in soon. But if I was in a if I was in a shoot, for example. Um, you know, I mean, that's a completely different day, right? Like you get up at five or six in the morning and you get yourself organized and you have your schedule for what you want to shoot during the day. And then I usually stay up till about one or two in the morning because then, well, when I'm doing, uh, I'm, I'm more independent. So um, we don't have big crews or uh, teams. So I would, um, you know, I'm in charge, like, you know, update, upload, because at the end of the day, your film is your product, right? So I spend a lot of time up in, uploading my my, you know, rushes for the day and then backing them up and making sure that everything works. Yeah. Oh, great. And so what are some challenges you've had to overcome at work? Oh, gosh. Um, so, I mean, there's so many. Um, making um, film uh, films is really difficult. They say, someone's told me yeah. once, every film is a miracle. And I, and I really do believe that. Like, I don't, I think um, since I... Uh, um, started in this business about 15 years ago, I, uh, I realized just how hard it is to get something made. And so I look at films with a lot more um, empathy, I think, just the fact that they actually made it and then actually got it on the screen. But um, so um, challenges, I mean, you know, getting financing for a film, um, getting the right people uh, to, to make a film, to, um, uh, you know, I mean, like, like for example... I had to do some shoots in Kenya this weekend, but I'm in Canada, so I had not my cinematographer, but my backup cinematographer in Kenya have to get across to West Kenya, which is like an eight-hour drive. So then we had to get um, police approval because um, so I was dealing with um, getting approvals from the police for him. Um, you know, I mean, those are just like micro issues, you know, but it's just they're time-consuming yeah. and. Um, and you just kind of have to do it, yeah. And so what would you say is one of your proudest moments at work? <sighs> Getting a film made, um, my first feature, when I was producer and co-writer on it, I mean, that was a huge accomplishment. But the problem is, because it's such a long, drawn-out long drawn process, you know, you never get that moment going, ha, huh, I've done it, you know? I remember when we got it into our first I festival. Stopped. I mean, we got into Raindance, and we got into, a, like, about six festivals in Eastern Europe and um, in Europe. And, I mean, that was really exciting. And then going to my first festival and bringing the actors there. Um, 
that was that was really cool. Um, but I have to say, some of the smaller, like like right when I was starting out, I um, I, I pitched. There's this there's this rain dance um, pitching thing where they get 50 people to go on stage and have to pitch a movie idea, and everybody puts five quid in a hat, and it was a theater full of you know I don't know a thousand people or something, and I won that, and it it just not that I need external validation, but it was really nice to get external validation because, um, you know, you're starting on a new career and you just yeah. don't know. Yeah. So, so little, little wins like that, just kind of, it's like getting like, it's like in golf, you know, when someone gets a good golf shot and then it kind of makes them want to come back. It's kind of like these little wins kind of keep you in the game. And so stepping away from work now, who do you say is your role model and why? It's really hard to say. Like, I don't really have a particular role model. There are different... What I do is I look at different people and I and I think, like, you know, like a, there's traits of them that I admire. So, like, like my producing partner, um, Nina, I mean, we have our fair share of disagreements, but she's the kind of person who never self-doubts, you know, and just is always right in there. And um, um, your mom's like that too, actually. <laughs> like, just a really confident go-getter and... Um, so I admire that. Um, but then, you know, my husband is a really hard worker, which I admire. Um, my two sons are really laid back. Um, and I admire their, and my father too, you know, and they have a very high tolerance level. So I admire that. Um, but just as an aside to that, you know, um, funny story. I was, um, I was, uh, had my first, well, what, what is the job, um, at Accenture and, um, and I was working all hours God gave me. Um, this is in my 20s and 30s. And, um, and I had a mentor. And, uh, and the problem was I, wasn't, I didn't have any role models there. I didn't, I didn't aspire to be like any of the partners. They were either working too hard or didn't seem to have their priorities right or uh, didn't have humor. Or, and I just remember thinking, and I said to my mentor, I said, you know, I think the problem is I, I can't see myself as a partner here because I don't have any role models. And um, his reply to me was, grow up, <laughs> which I thought was really interesting. Uh -huh. Yeah. And he goes, if you want to have a role model, be your own role model, you know, and I mean, like, don't like make your own narrative. Don't don't look for other people to inspire you. And it kind of, yeah, it made me think, you know, like just, yeah, like write the book yourself and do it yourself. Yeah. If you could give one piece of advice to young girls or even to your younger self, what would that be? Um, I think, and I know this is going to sound cliche, but I think um, it's, it's just do it and nobody's going to give you anything and you have to make your own success. And I mean, like, like you know, because for years, for years I was saying, like I was a writer. I started as a writer. I have my master's in screenwriting and I do lecture in some universities in screenwriting and um, love screenwriting. That's my first passion. But I wasn't getting any films made. And I remember... Um, at a dinner party once talking to a, a friend's husband and I said, oh, he's a real entrepreneur. And I go, you know what, I just am not make, breaking through. And he said, um, he said, well, just make your own film. And I'm like, oh, I can't do that. And he goes, well, why not? And I'm like, well, I don't have the money. He goes, well, raise the money. And I'm like, well, I don't know how to be a producer. And he goes, well, figure it out. And, and it was kind of like, it was kind of like the scales came off of my eyes. So it was, it was like, yeah, like I just said, I'm just going to do it. And, um, and, and make a film. And, and once, 
What was really interesting was once this light bulb moment happened, and I actually got serious. I went on three courses on how to be a producer. I went on every, I did every research I could about how to get grants from the government and tax breaks and everything, so I could figure out how to do the movie as cheaply as possible. Um, and I just did it. I mean, if you get if you get stuff given to you, you're lucky. But nobody is going to give you anything. And yeah, and I and I really believe that. And also, the other thing is too. I kept thinking once I had my first win or once I had my first success, you know, oh, everything was good. like once I had a first movie made, I'm like, oh, now now the BFI is going to talk to me. You know, no, <laughs> they don't give they don't give a hoot. You know, like it's um, it's like, like, no, you have to make your own and you have to continually. I mean, I have a neighbor who's an Emmy Award winning writer and he goes the second an assignment's over. I have to go and find my next assignment. Nobody gives me anything. And so I just think, and I mean, I've always had a very go-getter attitude, but I think just, yeah, just going for it and, and not being afraid of mistakes. And so you're obviously very successful in your f- field. So I was wondering what defines success for you? And kind of a second part to that is what motivates you to achieve that success? Okay, that's very nice of you to say I'm very successful. And I don't want to be like a typical woman who underplays her success, but I'm not like, like I'm still like working in the indie and small, but I do take a great deal of, I do take a great deal of joy. And um, I'm very, very proud of my latest project and another project that I'm working on. So, um, sorry, so what defines success? So, I mean... The thing is, the, this latest one I'm working on, it's a, um, it's a documentary about the first African lacrosse team and their trip to the World Championships. But while we were making it, um, I mean, we got to know the most beautiful, amazing young women, and, and some of them come from very humble, you know, very um, difficult backgrounds. And, um, and my, my producing partner and I decided, you know, we're going to... Um, uh, we're going to um, uh, actually take any money we make from this um, and give it to the girls uh, for their education. Cause, and, and give it to, and so we've started an education fund in Kenya. And uh, we have now have, I think, about £20,000 raised for it. Um, and um, hopefully we're going to double or triple that in the short term. But, um, and I mean, you know, $1,000 can put a child through education for, um, you know, 10 years or something. Because school is not free in Kenya, so it's a real problem. Anyway, so, so that to me is the most joy. I mean, that's like I'm getting the most joy from, I mean, it sounds cliche but or corny, but from, from that. And, um, and just making a difference in people's lives. Um, but also success is actually getting it done, you know, like, like deciding to do something and then seeing it through to the end and then and getting it into festivals and getting it distributed and getting people out there and seeing it. I mean, every, every artist wants to get their work seen, so it's, it's incredibly rewarding when you actually do. And if actually people like it, that's a bonus. So, yeah. Yeah, so there was a second part to your question, which was, what was that? What motivates you to keep that success going? Well, it's joy, you know? And, and I think, um, I mean, what is life, right? Like, what, sorry, I'm getting a bit philosophical, but I mean, like, what are we on this planet to do? You know, raising kids, which brings me huge joy, and, and you know, but also it's to... It's to make a difference and to um, enjoy it while you're doing it. So, yeah, I guess that's what motivates me. What would you say are the pros and cons of being a woman in your industry? If there are any, there might not be. Well, I mean, writing is writing, right? And so you can be sitting in your room. It doesn't matter if you're a male, female, you know what I mean? Nationality, age, anything, right? But um, 
But it's the marketing and the selling which is um, more difficult, I think. And I mean, everybody knows like the world is a patriarchal society, and um, it's. But times are changing, and I think you know there's so many initiatives with with women um, now. I do think people are listening more and. Um, and hopefully, I mean, you know, I mean, I've, I really enjoy doing uh, films that have a strong female empowerment element. Um, and, you know, uh, so I think um, I, I, I think it's I, I actually think it's a lot less difficult than when it was 15 years ago or so when I started out. And um, yeah. I mean, I, I went on a course um, uh, with um Mia Bays, who's a real um, advocate in the UK for women film, and um, and you know, and so it was a course for women in film, and you know, it was women and minorities. <laughs> so there was one man who was um, from East, uh, from Indian um, background. So and then 29 women. Um, but I thought it's so we are getting opportunities. Um, I still do think it's a bit of a. I think if you're a man, it just life is just a little bit easier. But actually. Not really. My yeah. my producing partner and I were in. Um, I'm in my fifties now, early fifties, and yep. um, my producing partner and I were 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 filming this documentary, and it was amazing because um, I think um, being a woman, um, people open up to you a bit more, and um, and or maybe you're less threatening, you know, as you're a bit older, and um, yeah. So I think um, I think actually there's some real advantages. I think that. We just need to take advantage of it. And then I think yeah. the other key thing is that women really need to support other women. Like that's that's the key for going forward. Yeah. Okay, great. And my last question for you is, why do you think education is important for women all around? Like that is a huge hot topic for me, especially having spent, you know, a year and a half in Kenya where girls are kicked out of, like our girls who are, you know, good students and top athletes and representing their country, and yet they're still kicked out and spend about 50% of their time in school. And without it, and it's, it's only through education um, that these girls are going to get lifted and get jobs. Otherwise, they're, you know, they're going to be married off at 14. And literally, our, our girls' sisters are married off at 14 and, you know, have three kids by the time they're 17 or 18. So, um, that's there. I think for me, education has been um, huge. Um, it's opened so many doors. Um, and uh, I mean, I have two master's degrees. I have an MBA um, from INSEAD, and then I have a master's of uh, screenwriting from the London College of Communication. And, and both of those opportunities have um, just given me, well, both of those have given me so many opportunities. It's the people you meet while you're studying. It's the the knowledge that you learn, it's the context that you make after, um, it's the doors that are open. So um, I just like, yeah, I mean, without education, you know, there's just, it's nothing. And as I said before, you know, you have to be a self-starter, but you, you have a huge leg up if you have the networks from your schools, if you have the, the teachers who are supporting you, if you, I mean, even like my first film, I, 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 I did a test screening at my old college for free. You know what I mean? They let me use it. So it's just like from the, from the bare basics to, to, I mean, everything. I mean, the world opens up when you have education. I, I cannot stress that. Actually, I want to do a documentary about education in Kenya, but yeah, it's just, yeah. It's just amazing. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Thank you so much for doing this interview today, Janet. Welcome. Happy to. Nice to chat with you.